You're listening to You Should Write a Song About That, a podcast where the double clicks have a conversation and then write a song about it. Don't panic. Here comes the podcast. All right. Uh, everybody recording? We're recording. Welcome to the podcast, Aubrey. <gasps> Thank you, Laser. Did you know we have a special guest today on the podcast? Should we welcome our special guest? Uh, hey, Morgan. Morgan! Hey! <laughs> She's been here the whole time. It was me. I was just being very quiet. Morgan all along. Hi, Morgan. How you doing? Hi, Laser. I'm doing really good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm so great. I had a meeting with my assistant this morning and uh, we got a whole How bunch done. Actually, she's our uh, business manager now. She got a promotion. Um, Morgan, how did you start working for us? And uh, (laughs) what happened? How did we get here? How? How? Uh, Tell us everything. A long, long tale. Actually, um, we started working together years and years and years ago when I actually served you, Laser, and you, Aubrey, crepes at the crepe Are you serious? Were you working that day? I was no, working that day. I, no. I actually was your server for your table. That's when so you funny. Were having your band food, your your comped meal. I was. <gasps> your oh server. my god! Did we tip you? Oh no! I think so. Okay. I think so. <laughs> um, y'all were very, very kind and very nice. That's oh, so funny. That's got to be a lot. I knew you were there. I didn't realize you were our actual <laughs> server. Yeah, I was your actual server. Um, but it was actually a really wonderful experience because I, um, I was, uh, sticking around after my shift, counting my tips and y'all were playing and it was cat music yes. and it was nerd music and it spoke to my heart. And one of my favorite things is all of the attendees at the show that night. The Crate Place is a wonderful, wonderful venue, but it is essentially just a bar. There's no seating. And uh, everyone saw that problem and they decided to just solve it by putting down their sweatshirts and all sitting on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) So were you at the uh, Samus show or the Scrimshaw? Yes, I was. I was at the Samus show. Amazing. Oh my gosh. incredible i love um, i love our nerds yeah. so much i love that <laughs> my people i had decided wow so i met you at the merch table afterward i gave you some of my tips bought Aww. some cds for myself and saw you on a couple joko cruises and you know fast forward to a uh, a very late late night uh, when I saw the uh, the little notice that you might be looking for someone to assist you. I think I stayed up till four in the morning trying to rewrite my resume. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then here we are, I guess. That's amazing. Uh, That's the story. So beautiful. Yeah. So you've been working for us for, I guess, four months now. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the, all January those years that before then. Oh, yeah. Plus the all, plus all the years before then. Well, sure. Um, <laughs> incredible. I love that. How wonderful. Well, we really wanted to have you on the podcast because we keep talking about you and it felt rude to not have you. <laughs> but you've been helping with us with a ton of stuff. We've been planning shows and all of this great double click stuff. But that's not really what this podcast is about. It's more just about what we've been up to. And I want to tell you all that I finally watched Speed Racer. Um, yes. Have you all seen Speed Racer, Aubrey? No. 
Uh, I've not seen Speed Racer. Morgan? Laser, would you like to tell us about it? I have not seen Speed Racer. Okay. Please, please tell us about Speed Racer. Okay, so we started watching it, and Richard was like, how much of this is filmed in front of a green screen? And I was just like, Richard, you better watch your mouth. This is a Wachowskis movie, and this is the work of art. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is filmed in front of a green screen, but it is... It's so bizarre. So somebody told me it's like a cubist film. Like, I don't oh. know what it's pretty recent, yeah. but the the CGI is like intentionally kind of surreal. OK, it's extremely colorful, which is cool, like as opposed to like DC movies, because this is also kind of a comic mm-hmm. book movie. Right. Sure. But this is like very, very colorful. It's got John Goodman in it and Christina Ricci. It's what? completely bizarre and wonderful and it's kind of got the Tim Burton Batman movie vibes going on. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's great. That's a good vibe. Yeah, it's a good vibe. It's a good film. I recommend watching it. I felt like I needed to just and then I just sent an email to like my little trans group oh. of friends. and was like, just trans update everybody. I watched Speed Racer and Mara was like, good job. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> movie slaps. Uh, Aubrey, what have you been up to this week? I I just I heard in the background meows. Was that Morgan's uh, microphone? Do you have cats back oh, there? Yes, I have okay. kitties. <laughs> I am I'm the lucky aunt of two two little kitties, two little sibling kitties, Daffodil and Draco. That's beautiful. <laughs> what kind of do they have? Like. If you had to describe them in a sentence, like maybe their coloring and a personality trait. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so Daffodil is a little orange female kitty. She's a little orange tabby and she will scream as loud as she possibly can until you pick her up and hold her. Oh. Her, all all she wants to do is be held and she is not afraid to use her her lungs to to make that happen uh, <laughs> she's perfect. Um, yes. she's perfect and draco is a a long black kitty he's a he's a little punk um he will definitely bite your feet while you're doing the dishes but only love bites and he has cute little uh, sort of white speckles all over his his little tum. He is not a tum rub fan, but Daffodil will eat it up. She just wants wants those tum pets. Amazing. They're both Kitty. very, very good. They're what on the pair. Instagram. If oh. anybody can follow Morgan. Uh, Morgan, I really need you to talk to us about your previous life. Um, <laughs> because when we interviewed you, you just had speaking of you rewriting your resume you used to be a fairy professionally (laughs) and and every once in a while you just reference your former fae life and it's one of my favorite things of all time yes Uh, what can you tell us about your dark past (laughs) my my dark fae past because you're an actor like there's so much going on with you you're so talented you have so much you have so much past it's great much past very history. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, in a former life, a former life being, oh, I would say probably up until March of 2020. Hmm. Um, Interesting. I was a professional fairy, and I guess there's lots of fun parts and lots of boring parts, but basically I would send... 
Just take as, take as long as possible to explain what it means. And there were ups and there were downs, and it was you know the roller long- coaster of Faye life. Um, so I will specify that. I was actually not only a fairy, but I was a professional secra fairy. Mm. Oh my um, god! <laughs> which means that I uh, worked for a children's entertainment company who sent, you know, mermaids and fairies and rainbow princesses to children's birthday parties, adults' birthday parties, corporate events, that kind of thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> but what that actually meant is that I spent. All day, every day, eight hours a day, as a different being uh, who is similar <laughs> to me, <laughs> but maybe just a little bit higher in my register and a, just a little bit sweeter, named Miss Peachy Keen. Yes. <laughs> and Miss Peachy Keen is my fairy, fairy persona. And to this day, she sits on my shoulder helping me write emails in the nicest <laughs> kindest possible way so she was you were you were doing you were like the booking coordinator kind of yeah but you also were doing that in character yeah or sorry or possessed by this creature. i don't want to say that it wasn't real (laughs) yes my uh there are a couple of uh it's a little bit of a split personality thing but yes um there's been no trauma it's totally fine Um, i'm so proud of you but yeah, so I, I guess my job as a sucker fairy, because, you know, kids, kids love fairies and mermaids and fantasy, but they're the easy ones. I think that it's adults who really need to be um, convinced that magic is real and everything is going to work out fine and mm-hmm. sparkles and rainbows and stress-free birthdays can occur. Yeah. So yeah, I would, I would answer the phone. And basically make everyone's problems go away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, gosh. (laughs) uh, Or at least be subsided for a while. (laughs) That was the goal, is to make them go away. Yeah, Um, yeah. it's so incredible. I also have saved fairies who have been stuck in traffic. Fairies (laughs) who have been... uh, having last minute wardrobe malfunctions, fairies who drove to Bakersfield on accident. Oh no. They should have been in Santa Monica. You know, it's been a, uh, it's a wild ride being a fairy, but um, (laughs) I love everything about it. It makes me one of the many valuable things that you've been doing for the double clicks is make it so I don't ever, I, when I, when I have to send an email back to somebody, I, I, it's very hard for me to turn on the like, Okay, basically, you just need to tell this person no, but it's going to require turning on this voice in your head where you go, like, make a nice person and then use a <laughs> lot of words. And then, but instead, I can just ask Morgan to do it because Morgan has a fairy living inside her who can make a nice, <laughs> a, a nice voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, yeah. a trick in the biz. We call it fairying, where really just if any. If any conversation is hard or if someone wants something from you that you can't provide, uh, the most important thing when you're ferrying someone is to to hear what they're saying and listen really to what they want, what they think they want, what they actually want, and then mirror that that back to them immediately and thank them for letting you know and then offer another solution that is actually going to work under your 
your restrictions. So you don't actually do the thing that they want you to do, but you give them something else that is more in line with what they actually want you to do. That's lovely. You're so that's that's exactly what you told us in the interview, too, which is, I think, exactly what made us <laughs> yeah, like, like, like when we went away and we were like, yeah, yeah, this is the person. Yeah. We need. <laughs> Kindness with boundaries. Yes. Kindness with boundaries and like a lot of glitter, just way too much body glitter. It's, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> I don't know if it's possible to have too much, but yeah. Uh, incredible. Um, what else is, is going on? Aubrey, you got, since we last chatted, you got a, a COVID shot. I did. That's why we didn't have a, we didn't talk last week because I had the COVID shot and then you were on vacation. Mm-hmm. And when I got the COVID shot, I did immediately get a migraine the day after. And I was, I was done. I was You're like, done. I'm not, no. I'm not able to podcast now, which is fine. I'm, I would, I just need, my body said, Hey, we're building antibodies. Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us I'm about done. the fun experience though. You had It was time. so fun. I got to do it in, it was like a drive through. I drove to the airport. I got an, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Uh, Justin, my spouse, got me an appointment. Justin was very excited, texted me excitedly, and I came into the office and there was like seven different windows open. This is very <laughs> Justin. It's like he he got he got Richard a PlayStation 5 and he got you a COVID shot. Yeah, he's very deep. He If you want something researched on the internet, this is the person uh, we call. It's Justin. And so he's he had been working very hard. I was signed up on so many lists and I still get emails like almost Good. every yeah. other day, like follow this link to sign up for your shot appointment. I'm like, it's already too late. I did it already. It's really nice. So I, I went to the airport. They had the basically the overflow parking lot was all set up with all these cones and you just sort of did the very long drive around and all these wonderful people in their sun hats because it was 80 degrees outside in Portland. This is unheard of, of course. Oh and wow. uh, and their and their masks and their flower crowns on top of their sun hats. And they all had excellent um, day glow vests and they were waving their traffic director, like the, the orange traffic direction. What do you call those? Like when you're directing the planes? The, they weren't really. Yeah, sure. The paddle? Yeah, sort of like a paddle. Like a lollipop man? <laughs> yeah, you know. They call them lollipop men in Britain. It's very silly. <laughs> oh. That's a silly thing that British people do. They're so silly. <laughs> I love that you know that. Uh, anyway, they were, they were, everybody was doing such a good job directing so traffic. Glad. There were so many volunteers, and they were all so happy for us. Like, the first person I talked to, they just slowed me down for a minute to be like, I just want to make sure you have an appointment and you have your ID. And I was like, I was already holding those two things in my hand. Oh. And they were like, so excited that I had those. Oh, they're so <laughs> proud of you. They were like, have a great time. Have a great <laughs> time. So I was fun. like, I was like, I will. Aww. It was so good. That's wonderful. And then they had big, two big tents. One where they checked you in. And that the best part about that was like, they immediately checked you in for your second appointment like gave you this the the appointment for the second dose which was great Uh, and then like gave you the card and that was like a three three cars deep in the tent and six bays (laughs) like they had six bays full of cars and all these people directing like you go to this bay and you go over here there's just a lot of traffic direction i was very happy to be inside of a car with air conditioning at this moment yeah and not having to walk around it was going by very quickly and i loved it and then i drove the winding way over to the next tent and 
that was also three cars deep and they they took my little card and my ID and put my sticker on it and gave me the stickers that said I got my COVID shot. And they gave that all to me before I got my shot, but I was already boxed in by a bunch of cars. Yeah, you so couldn't they, escape. You couldn't I close couldn't your window and like drive away. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I got the sticker. So I think they they knew I wasn't going to leave without getting get the a shot. Sticker. Did you get a sticker, Morgan? I got no sticker. I'm sorry. Ugh. This was like specifically the local uh, OHSU local sticker police. They got their own stickers. I got my COVID nineteen mm. vaccine stickers. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're just taking a lot of credit here, OHSU. Um, <laughs> they're gonna milk that one. So much branding. And then you got uh, a Dayglow Band-Aid. I did get a Dayglow Band-Aid. It was very sticky. And the person who gave me my shot did, just did a great job. It was barely stuck at all. And it just did did the very, like, you know what the the risks and the whatever about, like, just looked me right in the eye. And I'm like, yeah, I'm great. Let's go. <laughs> just like, why are you concerned for me? <laughs> get me a shot. gotten this far. Let's please Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm boxed in. I can't leave. I already got the sticker. Please yeah. give me the shot. So did you get a they... cool Band-Aid when you did yours, Morgan? I just got a regular Band-Aid. Mine was cool... just regular, too. Oh. I'd say we went to the same place, but I was over here in Brooklyn. Yeah. Did somebody have, like, a cool accent, and they were like, I'm giving shots here and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no cool accent. Okay. Uh, the person who gave me the shot had a really cool Lion King uh, sort of scrubs on, which yes. was really, really cool. <gasps> Good and I, I felt like instantly like there was a camaraderie there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they asked me if I was excited. And I said, <laughs> yes, I'm really, really excited. Did you know that Morgan's favorite Disney princess is Timon? From the Lion King? <laughs> yes, I did know that, but that's only because I heard it from Morgan. That's amazing. Uh, yes. Anything Nathan Lane, I'm I'm there 100 <laughs> percent Um anybody else watch the Mortal Kombat movie? Uh Justin did, and Justin said it was made for him because he had played all the Mortal Kombat games. Yes. But otherwise mm. it was bad. Uh it wasn't great, but they did say the things that they say in the Mortal Kombat game. Oh. And so I think that's what they and said he, things like, he get over it. here. Like oh, okay, that's cool. They said that. And they Great. said, fatality. <laughs> you like kill somebody and then they go, fatality. No. That's incredible. I wow. might be watching it on Wednesday, but I'm pretty sure you haven't spoiled me on the fun of Mortal Kombat. Oh, Combat. no. It's, sorry. It's very good. <laughs> That sounds uh, amazing. I mean, it's not. It's terrible. But uh, yeah, it's, it certainly is a movie that they made. There isn't enough kissing. I will say that. Somebody had a very good tweet that Richard sent me. It was just like, it's just a shame that they put all these hot boys in a movie and none of them kiss each other. Aww. It is a real bummer. Yeah. Bummer, dude. They couldn't have thought of anything else to do than make them fight. I know. They really, if there had just been a little bit more love in the movie, I think it would have been better. That would have been the first thing I would have thought of. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these boys. Why aren't they loving? You, you know, behind the scenes, they were at least making eyes at each other. Oh, they Come were on, definitely, sure. they were giving each other hugs. They were doing. Yeah. There was like the set of Lord of the Rings up here. Oh. <laughs> Prolonged eye contact. Uh-huh. Oh. 
Laser, did you go on vacation? Vacation. I went on vacation. It was great. We tried to do a Baby Yoda puzzle, but it was too difficult. We got there. We had only brought one board game because we're <gasps> not very smart. And um, and we what were you like burnt out and you needed to go on vacation? Yeah, we went. So normally we bring all of this work with us, and then we bring all these board games that we don't have time to play. But yeah. this time we only brought one board game, and it was one of these escape room board games that you only play once. And then you escaped the room. And we did that immediately when we got there. And then we didn't have anything else to do. And both of us are like really bad at relaxing. And so then we went to Target to try to get a new board game. And they didn't have any board games that were any good there. And so then we went to Walmart. And and I texted Aubrey this. But one of the games they had there was Jeff Foxworthy Monopoly. (laughs) Wow. Which... um, How could you resist? I didn't notice until Aubrey called or i called aubrey and she was like how do we know it's more fun than doing donuts on the front lawn which is apparently how it was advertised that's what jeff foxworthy says on the box yeah it's more fun than doing donuts on the front lawn which i got very upset about because that doesn't seem to be true and i confirmed it with justin and justin said has you have you ever done donuts because they're much more fun than Even Jeff Foxworthy Monopoly, though? I mean, we don't know. I, that's true. What that's Jeff the other lie. part. <laughs> that's what I want to know. It's like, know. what did they do to Monopoly to make it more fun than doing donuts? Also, in your car. the lady at, at Walmart kept walking down the aisle and trying to get us to buy. There were three games that were only $3. They were Life, Monopoly, <laughs> and Scrabble. Was it only $3? Yeah, but those were the three games that they already had at the house. Um uh-huh. Because they're the bat, the worst games. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we ended up buying a Baby Yoda puzzle, but it was too hard to do, and Richard got really angry. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Rage puzzle. So anyway, we just ended up sitting outside in the pool, and it was great. Well, you did some crafts though, maybe. Oh yeah, we did buy craft kits at Walmart because I love a craft kit, like a really crappy craft kit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a stamp card kit where it came with some stamps and some cards and this the rubber ink stamp pad was like really leaky and the stamps are terrible (laughs) so it does like the stamp in the middle but also full on the full border of the stamp as well (laughs) um and uh yeah it was great and like it never dried oh wow it's awesome I can't. I can't wait to send those to both of you. I'm excited to get one of your handmade cards. Yeah, they're really very good. Thank you for making those. Also, the only they they had like it was an ampersand, a heart, and the words "thank you." (laughs) Those are the only options. Interesting choices. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. So. Oh my god. How many times, how many ways can you combine those to make? I'm excited to see what you did. And then Richard made stained glass windows Whoa. by you melting little pieces of plastic in the oven. That's how they do it. Yeah. That's Got it. <laughs> I've always wondered how the ancient monks made stained glass windows. It's actually a really simple DIY project. <laughs> They took they took plastic. They 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 preheated their ovens to three hundred and seventy five degrees. <laughs> the monks went on vacation, and magic happened. Oh, dang! Um, all right. Well, last thing to do is the Maisie update, Aubrey. Maisie's great, and she's very smart. I bought her a harness because uh, the old harness was 
getting really old and I bought one that was maybe more of a marketing scam than I thought. <laughs> oh no, does it not work? Uh, it was just not right for her. Oh no. It was a little too slippery and mm. Maisie doesn't have great walking manners. She's great on a leash until she sees somebody that she really wants to go say hi to. Yeah. And then she would like to go say hi to them and she doesn't have, she doesn't want to listen to me anymore. <laughs> Yeah. So I didn't realize that she could get out of that harness, but she did. She knew that. She just wasn't telling me um, ah. until she wanted to leave. And so we had an incident where she got out, <laughs> oh. and which is fine. Everybody's fine. So now we have a new harness that is specifically made for dogs who are escape artists. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so really, the leash better. and the harness have, up until this point, just been a formality. <laughs> that she's well, like, this is, thank you. Yes, of course, we're walking together. And this is, this is, really, I'm just being polite. And <laughs> if, well, I, she if a, I wanted to be elsewhere, I would. Yeah. She had a different harness up until this point, And then the, I got this new one that I was like, oh, this will be so much easier. This will be so much nicer. And it's like more comfortable for you. And I, I was letting her wear it pretty loosely. And then it was like, oh, oh, that's, oh, that's no good at all. Yeah. Maisie does yep. what she wants. Maisie does what she's she wants. She's just very strong. She she's, looks sweet, but she's, she's a real. No, she's super sweet. And built. she's very, she's, she's also very smart and she's slippery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's, uh, she's, she's Houdini. a buff dolphin of a dog. She's, she's just great. So yeah, this one has like an extra, like it has. Instead of just two straps, it has a third one. Because <laughs> mm. apparently the way she was getting, she knew how to get out was you just back out of it. Mm. She's like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> Much smarter than Marzipan, where the, the only time we got a bow tie on her, she just tried to, <laughs> she tried to back out of it. And then she just hid under the bed. And then she tried to claw, crawl through it. And then eventually she just gave up. Marzipan is a casual gal. Yeah, she doesn't. She's not into bow ties, so uh, she just had a full-on breakdown. She's like, "I'm wearing something that could very easily come off of me if I had any idea how to do anything." But I guess I'm going to try to walk through the bow tie. I don't know. I'm dying. I I think I'm dead. What an idiot. I love her so much. <laughs> She's the best. Beautiful, beautiful idiot. Oh, my God. All right, Morgan, thank you so much for coming on our pod. Thank you for having me. I've had a blast. I'm so glad. What are your plans for the rest of the week? Are you any big Brooklyn walks? I know you've been you've been getting out there. Yeah, it's it's that beautiful time in Brooklyn where it's nice but it's not that crazy sweaty new york hot and there's yeah. just there's just daffodils everywhere oh. and tulips and it's just really idyllic so <laughs> anything anything i can do to um i think i might go on a picnic i've been, I've been oh, fantasizing yeah. about some some charcuterie yes oh my gosh some, yeah. some oh my gingham gosh. yes <laughs> I have plans, picnic plans. I'm so, I'm so here for this. You were doing some like family walks and research too, right? Like you, mm -hmm. you live in that dream. 
Yeah, yeah. My grandparents lived in Brooklyn, I discovered, not too long ago. So I was going to visit all the, the locations of, of where they lived back in the um, in the 40s when they were in Brooklyn. So, so cool. So neat. It's a cool place. That's so awesome. Well, if anybody, if everybody, if you see a cool person in Brooklyn, it's probably Morgan. So wave. It's probably me. Morgan, can people follow you on social media if they want to? Yes, please. I'm mostly on the gram, uh, though you can find me everywhere. The way that you find me is at MS Morgan Peters, Ms. Morgan Peters. It's worth a follow. There's cats. There's very well-designed photos. It's good. It's a good, good fall. Well, I'm looking forward to possible picnic pictures. I know, right? Picnic pics. You got it. Yes. I want to see them charcuterie boards. I want to see it all. Um, (laughs) Aubrey, it's been an honor podcasting with you as always. Same. Laser. Always an honor. All right. And uh, God God bless us, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Bye.